0: From Glitch HQ on Riverside Avenue in encumbered, mischievous Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, a show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development.
1: I'm Martha McGarry, and I make nice games.
0: I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha
2: Croix, I, too, make nice games.
1: And hey, I'm
0: Alan Burns Johnson, and I also make nice games. In this episode, your nice hosts talk about what we did on our winter break. Spoiler, we worked on Widget Satchel. And so, if everyone is ready...
2: Let's start. Whoa, oh. and- <laughs> Wow, first try, great time I was
0: so nervous about ending it right before the song (laughs) That was like perfect And I said encumbered I totally said encumbered You
3: did, did. I heard it, did y'all hear that?
2: Address your fan letters too
1: (laughs) Contact at (laughs) (laughs) nicegames.com
2: So Ellen, why did you take over our show just now?
0: Uh, you asked me to do the intro. (laughs)
2: Ellen, you got to keep the fiction going.
0: (laughs) Um, if I didn't, an anvil would fall in the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, and were there other reasons that we made No, that was pretty much it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ellen, you're here because uh, you spent the last couple of months with us on, well, we were on hiatus working on Widget Satchel. In fact, we, uh, you were part of the Widget Satchel team before we decided to go on hiatus it was when Martha joined the Widget Satchel team that we decided to go on hiatus. It's my
1: fault. Right. And so
2: for listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, uh, we've been back with new episodes for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of 2018, we took eight weeks and we just put out reruns. And they seem to win over go over pretty well, but yeah. it was important for us because uh, all uh, all of your nice hosts, uh, as well as Ellen, were all on the Widget Satchel team, and we're trying to finish Widget Satchel. Yes. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, what we did okay. uh, on our winter break, which is basically Widget Satchel, and anything else that we happened in the meantime, uh, and what, what, uh, what our hiatus was. But mostly, we're going to talk about Widget Satchel. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, just like it. Top of the news, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, Treasure Stack is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah a game I'm getting paid to work on. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any details on release dates or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just look forward to it. We'll yep. announce it sometime very soon.
2: Can you say you? You all the platforms have been announced, right? Uh or is there that last one that no? Started? I think they. I'm not sure. <laughs>
3: I, I'd rather
1: not. Okay, it's going to be on Switch, right? <laughs> yes, that, so that that there's announced. a trailer for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely,
3: if y'all got a Switch. Look yeah. Forward
2: to that. It's a super cool puzzle game, mm-hmm. and Steve's been working on it uh, for yeah. a, a half a year. Uh, over half a year. Yeah. It's almost two thirds. Something like that. Uh, wrapping it up and getting out the door. Yeah. Feeling yeah. good, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling really good. That's awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I got some news. Um, yeah. I'm going to be teaching kids about game design.
1: Cool. Um, awesome. Which is kind
2: of a great opportunity that came up. Um, our friend and yours, Troy Strand, um, Who was a uh, was a teacher at Venture Academy, which is a, a public charter school here in Minneapolis? Um, uh, he uh, put out a notice that hey, anyone interested in uh, teaching this um, uh, game design course as an after school program for for kids at the school. And I said, you know, I, I could do that, and so I met, I met with them, and, and uh, it seemed like a good fit, and so I'm I'm now putting together an eight week program uh, yeah. to teach six to eleven or twelve maybe uh, um graders uh, about game design. Um, and there's going to be there's also going to be a separate program for um coding, so um I can focus really on game design. and yeah. What makes game design different from other software design? And I can do I can I can show great examples. I've already got these great ideas for paper prototype examples. I'm going to teach them about play testing about prototyping oh, oh it's gonna be so much fun oh, um, I'm so
4: excited <laughs> can I take the class I was gonna say i yeah. want to take the class yeah. well
2: check, check back with me and see because these kids might just beat me down
4: oh no
2: <laughs> I'm also I'm, I'm, I might just end up so- assigning them nice games club episodes at homework
4: <laughs> sweet new listeners <laughs> yeah, yeah. <No. laughs>
2: right that's the only reason I said yes to this is to get a bunch of new listeners and hook them young right yeah yeah <laughs> So I'm quite excited for it. I mean, yeah. it's a weird time for me to be doing this because, uh, as we'll get into, Widget Satchel is in the home stretch now, mm-hmm. and it's sort of the wrong time for me to be uh, devoting any of my time to anything else. Um, but it seemed like a really good opportunity, and it's something that I I want to do, and I feel like a lot of times when you when you do when you when you're an artist or when you're a maker, or you're a creator. A lot of times you sort of. You don't know what good you are in the world, mm. <laughs> and sometimes I have that feeling. And so I want to like this is an opportunity for me to actually matter to somebody. So <laughs> it's a little weird, and maybe that's maybe that's more depressing than I mean it. Um, but like, it's a, I've always felt that when you know something, you yeah. should share it. Yeah. And so this is an opportunity for me to do that in a way that I've never had before. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a lot of my energy into it. Yeah, I'm gonna take it really seriously, and I, I hope. Having that, known you for so long, Mark, I think
3: that like this is gonna be really good for you because like you really love. Giving people information, having
2: them learn things that you learn that so they can improve themselves. Right, listeners will know how much I like to talk about.
4: Things. <laughs> 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 Not how I meant, <laughs> but,
3: but I mean, like, I think that's very fulfilling for you. Yeah. So, like, that's that's good that you get to provide that.
2: Yeah, people. I'm really jazzed. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll uh, I'll let you know how it goes.
0: Also, that we'll talk about this later in the episode. But you're a good teacher. Oh, thank you. So I think I mean, people talk about how teenagers can be ta- challenging to deal uh-huh. with, but. No, I mean, they're, they're choosing to be part of a program. They're really right, passionate yeah. about it. And it's it's really cool to be able to share your passion with someone who's learning it and will have crazy cool ideas.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting these kids, finding out the group of them and and seeing what they want. You know, and I want to be really flexible to say like, what do you want to get out of this, and how can I give that to you? Yeah. Um, instead of saying like, this is the program I think everyone should know. Or whatever. Yeah. It's because uh, and the thing too is, I, I was talking to somebody else about this, and they were saying like, oh, I would never tell anyone to be a game dev; it would ruin their lives. Mm-mm. And I'm a multidisciplinary artist, so my I, I see knowledge as different from trade, and yeah. so um, I, I the thing I want to In part is like you know if you want to be a game designer these are the tools you need but if you want to be anything else this will help you too Mm -hmm. and and i i've always been a believer of taking you know the sort of cross-disciplinary knowledge and like learning something about something isn't purely for the for that thing yeah you you can apply it elsewhere and so uh hopefully whether they decide to ruin their lives as a game designer or not (laughs) um i'll i'll have given them something yeah That's a very true lesson that I'm glad that people are going to be learning.
3: (laughs) Not the game design thing, but you know what I
2: mean. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, on this show, we have a a number of listeners who are not uh, uh, game designers, or maybe they have ambitions, but are not uh, currently in it. And I I find that fascinating. It's sometimes like, well, what are they getting out of it? I hope they're getting something, Mm -hmm. right? I hope we're uh, uh, entertaining if nothing else. (laughs)
4: Yes.
1: (laughs) Sure. Mm -hmm.
3: Cool. So we worked on this game. We did. We did the thing. You did the thing. Uh huh. Good job. Doing, Good
1: transition there. Doing <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> hey. That's our show.
4: <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, we worked on Widget Satchel, um, and uh, specifically, like we did over these. This has been eight
2: weeks. Uh, we've been on hiatus for eight weeks. Okay. This push yeah. has been going on a little longer, mm. but it roughly lines up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what we've been doing during this push is we, we took time off from
3: Ice Games Club to work on Widget Satchel, um, and we grabbed uh, Ellen and Martha to help us. Along the way, which
2: is great, I think that was a wonderful decision. I'm glad <laughs> you all are here. It felt like a good idea at the time. Yeah, but people, you have no idea how good mm-hmm. an idea it was.
1: <laughs> that ended that way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, "Wow, burn!"
0: And <laughs> <laughs> we find out on this podcast.
3: <laughs> um, now the game is all but feature complete. I'm using that phrase wrong, but I mean, we've, we've got like almost all the content in right. Um, yeah, and all, yeah, we have, yeah. Um, and it's, it's largely just like bugs and a bunch of passes we need to go past. Yes. Go through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're in a really good state now mm-hmm. due to this hiatus. Yeah. Um, but I, I, um, I think it's important for us to talk about like why we decided to take the time off instead of just, you know, working on it on the side while mm-hmm. we're doing nice games club. Um, I think we, well, I, myself personally, I wanted to like get a bit push in there because like we were, we were making pretty good progress with Widget is in the past, but like, um, uh, it was going to take longer than we would have liked if we were to just keep going at the pace we were going so we wanted to yeah. put more effort into it but
2: yeah, we we'd sort of um, I had set some internal goals and we kept missing them. Yeah. In a way that wasn't because we were doing anything wrong. Right. It's because we didn't know enough when we set the goals. Yeah. And um and so and that I think that's true of a lot of projects you and I I, I was sort of yelling this at you in a previous episode. <laughs> yeah. You set a date and then missing it is not the failure, mm-hmm. right? It's the not setting it in the first place. Yeah. And so we did that and then we'd say, well what could we do to to make our next estimate better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, a little bit more of a regular schedule, a little bit more and frankly, a little bit more time devoted. Yeah. Uh, that we that we thought we could give. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, then we talked about it and thought it was a good idea. And yeah. we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just had to figure that
3: out. And uh we decided that as much as we love doing nice games club, we uh needed the we needed to put some more time in the widget satchel. So we decided to spend more time of it on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it was hard because mm-hmm. I know Martha, you were saying you were you wanted fewer weeks off because you didn't want to get rusty, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I've been feeling it the last couple episodes we've been recording.
2: Um, and I, I know that the, the, the argument I made was that it's, if it does hurt the show a little bit, uh, I felt that the, as long as we, you know, eyes open, mm-hmm. um, I felt that Widget Satchel was important enough to maybe, you know, uh, uh, steer Nice Games Club off the rails just a hair. <laughs> um, I'd like to think we did okay, like, um, that we're, now that we're back uh, we'll see how listeners feel, yeah, <laughs> but um it felt like you can only give so much time, yeah, and so you have to you have to decide what that time goes to mm-hmm. and so um but um but we tried to balance it right we right. tried we we weren't going to take i i think any further time off would have been a bad idea mm. i think mm-hmm. I think we stretched it as far as was re- was reasonable. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's
3: all the better for it because now we're in a much we're in such a good place now with Widget Satchel. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was definitely worth the time.
2: Yes. To to do it uh, to uh, to take that time. Yeah. To figure that out. Um, yeah. And there are still deadlines. There's still things to do, mm-hmm. but it it feels like um we can go back to our previous lives and and uh, not that we're like going fully back to you know to the old schedule, but like it's uh we don't have it's not as much of a burden as we set upon ourselves. Yeah. Uh, for this time. Yeah. Totally.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably important for us to talk about like what we do, yeah. in the game. Um, so Mark, roll call, roll call. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark,
2: uh, you you've done you did all of
3: the art for Widget Satchel,
2: every little bit, yeah, um, except for a couple of particle effects. Ah, okay. Aside from the particle effects, did everything, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, and the game has a lot of art, y'all. So it is no small task. It's funny, like um, the the in game art, mm-hmm. the level art, and the character art. Mostly was done over the summer, mostly yeah. finished. Um, the art I've been doing in the last couple of months and during this thing has been mostly UI stuff, mm. um, refreshing old bits, adding new things, like checking off stuff that we always meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, when you, when it's funny when you say, like, I did all the art, I'm like, sure, what's the problem with that? <laughs> but it isn't, I guess it is kind of unusual. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, also, I guess all of the projects I work on, like, people split tasks. Like the, it's not just one person doing all. Even in Fingence, yeah, I, like Lane does some of the art, mm-hmm. um, and I do very minor things. So like, yeah, it, it's not just one person, but like you have just done all of it, yeah, which I think is huge. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> um, and, and you're also like lead developer on the project. You've done, a, you've added a lot of tools and stuff to make uh, our uh, jobs easier.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think as you re- reel off my tasks, you'll find <laughs> I I'm, I am the major force of this project. Um, but mostly because I I've taken time off of from my career to do this. Um, you guys are all trying to find time apart from your day job, so it's actually harder for you guys to devote. Whereas I've just, so it's it, it's actually ends up being a, even though I'm doing more work, I think it's probably more of a stress on you guys. At least that's the that's the sense I've maybe you guys can each speak to that. But that's the sense I've gotten. Um, and so um, the fact that yeah that I've done a big majority of it doesn't feel like doesn't feel like a, an over like more than makes sense. Okay, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like a lot of it is because uh, um, I am very much used to working alone, mm. and so I think there's probably a, a, a something to be said about like maybe I didn't need to do all of this, but uh, I developed a, a system and a workflow that was only this efficient because I was doing a lot of it. Mm. Um, I'm I'm perfectly open to that either as a as a um, an, uh, as a um an analysis or as a criticism, mm. um, but uh, it's it's been interesting because I've gotten so much about for this project about being a little, a little larger of a team than yeah. I'm used to, but I think old habits die hard, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, great. And as for myself, um, I I do some code in the in Widget
2: Satchel, uh. Right now, my job is mainly bug fixing, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of that is yeah. because it's like um, it's uh, a game feel, right? Yeah, it's right. Uh, character motion, yep, uh, uh enemy interaction. Yep. That's been your main thing. Is mm-hmm. like the actual like moment to moment experience of playing which is Satchel which is, has whoo, been a big part of your that's, uh, that's development what, process.
3: That's what I love doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, yeah, that that's been great to do. Um, and yeah, and and also like I added some features and stuff too. It wasn't just like game feel things, but like also like uh. Like we could talk about like the pillar launching thing. We added that in. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I implemented a system for that and such. Um so it wasn't just uh bug fixing,
2: but a yeah. lot of it is bug fixing too. <laughs> Widget Satchel consists of um of like Components in the levels, right? Mm-hmm. So we have our we have. There's two types of characters. There's Sprocket, the p- character you play as, and then the, the bots that are the enemies in the game. Yeah, and there's multiple types of bots, but they're basically they're one object. Um, and then the game consists of like mechanisms, yeah. lifts, belts, doors, pillars, like uh, elements. And then those each have their own structure. Right. And then the game is designed by taking all those pieces and then putting them together into sections of, mm-hmm. of the game. Mm-hmm. And so each of those pieces. Has been. It's been really nice to be able to say to Stephen, like, "Oh, take the pillar is yours. Yeah, go ahead, work with it. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, things have been relatively compartmentalized that way, and it's been easy to work not on everything. Yeah. Right. There are some like things that interact with other things, like the bots or Sprocket. Right. Um, those tend to be the most complicated, and you make a little change and it affects a ton of stuff. Yeah. But a lot of the components, it, for the most part, you can you dig dig into the code on those, and they sort of live on their own, mm-hmm. and it's it's within the level design that they interact. And that's been kind of nice. It's, we've been able to move a little faster than you might think for a team this size and yeah, some of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, in addition to that, I also work on some level design. So a few of the,
3: uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but like we have each level, there's five levels in which it's actually on. Each level is made up of a bunch of different blocks of like, they're like chunks of the level. Yeah,
2: like chapters almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the player may not even know when they move from one to the other, right. but but a lot of them are segmented in a way that you you sort of do a task, complete a challenge and move to the next one. Yep. And so it, it contributes not just to our work, workflow but the, the way the game plays
3: yeah, so like in, within each of these blocks, um, I made I made a few of uh, I made quite a lot of the levels, especially the earlier ones in the first three levels, yep, um, but the newer ones I didn't make as many of those, but I, I made some of those right, once
2: we brought on our other level designers, yeah. it freed you up a little bit more to do more of the development stuff mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, which was good.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and then additionally, like I, like Mark said, I, I worked on some of the game feel and the game design stuff, so uh, implemented features or and adjusted things as necessary to make sure that the game feels as good as it can possibly feel.
2: Yeah. The the core mechanic of widget satchel is your character gets heavier when they pick up widgets. Yes. And so the jump changes. You jump mm-hmm. you move a little slower, and all that required a very complicated and sort of like elegant player controller system. We couldn't just get something off the shelf. And Steven mm-hmm. designed all of that. Yes,
3: I did. I did do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> star
0: <laughs> you did the thing I did the thing <laughs>
1: um,
3: and Martha you want to talk about your role on
1: that? yeah um, I joined late in the process but I've been um, designing some blocks in the levels mm-hmm. specifically level 4 and level 5 um, which has been really fun and I've been forcing Mark to code a bunch of stuff <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm
1: like I want to do this but it doesn't work so um, yeah, that has been really fun. It's been really fun not to ever touch code. So I know you wanted me to help come help with some of the code stuff. I do want been, that, <laughs> really, but I know you it's don't want been that. Really nice that <laughs> just be like, oh, I wanted I wanted this to work, and then be like, Mark, can do it. And then, it's a or Stephen e- fix the up Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a different
2: experience approaching it from that way, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Because then, yeah, I can. Be more ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: <laughs> and it's been actually quite nice when Martha just says, I want to do this. And you're not encumbered with the eight months of us building the thing and, and like telling you why it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> you just say, let's do it. And then I think for half a second, but wait, no. Okay, fine. Let's do it. <laughs> like, it's, been, yeah. it's been incredibly refreshing to have that. Like Martha will just say, can we put this on that? And I'm like, well, it wasn't designed, but we totally could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's really easy to like set your own limitations. Oh yeah, and that's really quite important, in fact, because mm-hmm. scope is a problem. Yeah, but um, but sometimes you you find someone who can like point at the corner of your possibility space. And you realize that it's doable.
3: Yeah. And not just that, but like it was easy enough to implement that it
2: wasn't even a problem. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I'm glad it wasn't a problem. (laughs) As a
2: result, there's there's those two sections level four that are some of the best platforming in the whole game. Yeah. And it's funny because Martha, you talked in our nicest episode about how you're not a platformer fan, but you fell in love with Celeste, and here we assigned you these blocks that were very platform specific, very no puzzle elements, and you just totally knocked it out of the park. It was really some of the best in the whole game. I'm really happy with those sections. Mm.
1: It was fun. I think I have to give up that moniker now. Yeah, but I. But it.
2: Martha loves platformers. Put no.
1: on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I would. I'd totally love to see uh, a platformer you've
1: Maybe someday.
2: <laughs> Add it to the list of projects.
1: Yes, I have so many projects. Anyway, so yeah, it's been it's been really fun um, getting to design and like discipline every week, showing up and doing the thing which isn't as bad as you might think <laughs> <laughs> like i was a little worried about it but like that's actually really good mm-hmm. so yeah cool
3: um, ellen uh, yeah you want to talk about what you, your role in the project
1: yeah so i was
0: also a level designer um and it was fun to to just come up with ideas i'm a designer um in my day job so i'm used to being able to say hey we can do this and having the developers say, <laughs> fine
4: <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I hadn't done much in Unity before, um, so I learned a ton about how to work in the program. Yeah. Um, and it learned a lot about the file structure and about developing in 2D and how to make cameras work, which was crazy. <laughs> uh, and I um, I earned the title, because of the level design work that I did, of Explosion Czar. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, an explosion. It's not all me. But you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know when it is.
1: Yeah, you will.
2: <laughs> I feel like...
1: Explosions! <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: 80% of the kabooms in Widget Satchel are things you've designed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> quite a claim. And also all your junk levels are oh, great. there's so
0: much junk.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you develop like... we, You know, we have... So um, junk in our game is just like pieces of junk you can just fling around. They're stuff. just like piles of physics they're objects. Just, yeah, that piles are, of physics objects. They're though.
2: meant to be like polish, uh, yeah. juice. They're just things fun. Things you can throw around. Yeah, yeah, fun things.
3: But Ellen developed like puzzles with them. <laughs> we had never even considered that as an
0: option.
3: <laughs> it's so
2: great. It's amazing. Yeah. It
0: is. It's so much junk it broke the physics. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: true. I'm currently working on opt- optimizing this particular section of, of Ellen's because there is too much junk in it. But at no point are we considering removing some of the junk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. yeah.
2: I'll okay. take other features out of the game first.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I... um. Now, kind of towards the end, um, when most of the game is feature complete and a lot, a lot of the content's in there, mm-hmm. um, kind of moving on to doing some of the sound directing, um, working with Mark to figure out uh, the sound effects.
2: Yeah, and then- that's the biggest thing in the game that we are probably the furthest behind on. We just sort of set it aside for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so Ellen is sort of just taking on like she's going to be, yeah, directing the that part of the experience, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to be fun.
0: And doing QA.
2: Yeah.
0: More stuff for the developers to do, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and how's that going? That you you've been playing through the first couple levels, right? And uh, for QA, you've been like sort of noting all the things that we haven't we co- haven't caught yet. Right? I,
0: yeah, I think I've, I'm taking kind of a more of a play test approach to some of it right now, and sure. then I'm going to go back with a really fine tooth comb and find so much stuff for you guys to mm. do. <laughs> I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> it's know, been I'm, it's been like I, I was so. We're like, okay, it's all done, but like as we work on this thing, we will we'll go back to level two all the time mm-hmm. to like fix a thing, right? Yeah. And then and then we we change the way the bots work a little bit and suddenly there's the edge case in level three that we didn't consider. Right. And so it just happens a lot. And like as we get close to the finish line, and because I don't I don't want it to be a long drawn out process, I don't want to do a ton of QA, I wanna just I wanna get it out and I I wanna but I also don't wanna, you know, shortchange any of this process, I'm starting to think like, wait a minute, how much are we gonna miss? Like yeah. Uh, you know, and, and try to keep it all in your head and we've been trying to keep track of stuff. And so so just having someone whose job it is to just check for that stuff, like, um, it's I it's like it's lightened my heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean to imply that, you know, like the game isn't solid. It is. It's just that's part of what QA is. Yeah. yeah. There's always things to find. Right. There's oh, always yeah. stuff to find. And especially since um you know, since your weight changes and the way you move through the space changes in the game. Yeah. Um you have to check things. A lot, mm-hmm.
4: yeah,
2: right. You're not just checking for bugs; you're checking for like design issues. Yeah, like, hey, when, when you, I go through this part of the game, I'm likely to be in this weight class, and maybe Stephen and I didn't realize that, mm-hmm. and therefore the game doesn't play the way you thought it would play. Right. And so we need to do some redesigning of some stuff. Like, I'm fully expecting notes from you that are design focused, um, which is great because you came in when we were starting level four and did a lot of work there. But now you have to put your stamp on some of the earlier stuff um by way of telling us what we did wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't hate me <laughs> it's
2: all
3: important work we we need to get it done yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's and you know um it's just such a fun game to play like i was worried a little bit cuz i don't i don't feel like i have a qa brain i feel like there are some people who are just born to do qa mm-hmm. um i don't feel like i have a qa brain but the game is just so much fun to play so I don't haven't I haven't reached a point where it feels like it's getting too redundant. It's just fun to explore (laughs) and hit junk and blow things up.
4: (laughs) Be a ferret. (laughs)
0: Yes, cool. Uh,
3: In terms of like how long it took for us to get to uh, get these these levels, these two levels, we focused on the last two levels of the game really Mm -hmm. during this push. Um, I think it took
2: us about when we when did we start this push thing? I feel like the beginning of November was when we said. We have These are the blocks we have left to do yeah. in levels four and five. Yep. And by that point, uh, Ellen, you had already finished your, the garbage pit you made for level five. That was the first block you did, and that was done by then. Yeah. And I think we had one or two in level four that were done-ish or in some state, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the, the initial goal was to be at the end of November, we wanted to have the whole game... Um, at least like playable without it completely falling apart, yeah. right? All the way to the end. Yeah, um, we didn't. None of the art needed to be in place. The the game, the elements didn't need to be finished. You know, like if a if a section wasn't fully designed, you could just put a little like platform that you can just jump across for yeah. whatever. You know, that was the sort of thought we had. Yeah, um, but didn't quite go that way. No, it didn't. What we ended up doing was we instead uh, like finished up all
3: of level four, and then finished up most of level five at this point, and like we just. We just did. A, I guess we did them in chunks, right? Yeah. We
2: so instead of doing level four and level five in a rough state yeah. to get a full playable thing. Yeah. I think part of it is because we had like playtest events and stuff at yeah. the end, near the end of November, and it just occurred to us that like, why don't we just do finish level four completely? Mm-hmm. Um, with the, all the art and all the polish. Right. I think we just
3: ended up having up having all the, level, the blocks we wanted for level four, and we're like, why don't we just put these together and finish this up? Yeah. I think that was a lot of it.
2: It just felt, in the moment, that was the best thing to do. So mm-hmm. it changed the way that the game was finished, yeah. but weirdly, it didn't change the overall schedule that no. we intended. Yeah. um, it, it sent me panicking a little bit, because I'm like, oh, this isn't done. But all this other stuff is done we didn't expect to have done by now. Yeah. So it's sort of interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it worked out. Um, I think we finished level four around end of November. Uh, I was looking at some of the commits and our our talks on on Slack and stuff, and I think that's what I came to the conclusion. Not exactly sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, level five is all but finished now, too. We have uh, (laughs) just finished
2: it. Martha's (laughs) making a noise over there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My block is the only one left.
2: Yeah, there's one block left in the game, and Martha's got to do it, so lots of pressure.
1: My excuse is that I was the last one to join the team. So.
2: Yes. No, actually, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it? yeah. you you were just late enough to join that you were always you are always picking up the last thing and always two weeks behind everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> but that ha- that happened in level four too. Like your final block was the last one we put in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it was all on it was all on schedule basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now
3: we're at, now we're at that point. Um, so, yeah. and I think we're we're in a very really good state. Yeah. Very satisfied with that.
2: So, what's um, left to do for content, Stephen?
3: Uh, in terms of content, uh,
2: we. Wait, what, what is left to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the, the, the gameplay is designed. Yeah. The levels, the structure, it's all there. Yep. Um, it's really about the, the widgets, the right. socks, the trinkets, yeah. the terminals, so all the bonus stuff. There's a huge
3: pass we need to do for all of these things. Like, we've put in. What we think makes a lot of sense in the moment at that point. Yeah. What, where the
2: widgets and uh, all the additional yeah. things you can get are. And in Widget Satchel, widgets are basically coins. Yeah. But the mechanic is such that everyone you pick up makes you heavier. Yes. So it becomes a. So dynamic. it's very important yeah. where we put them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We have to design a path for collecting a lot of them, but also for um, what Stephen's been in mostly interested in is tr- finding a way to get the perfect path. Yes so that you can get all of them mm-hmm. because that's a, that's a thing that that's very important to Steven. I know Yes. <laughs> is like, we can't make it because there are sometimes you get too heavy, then there's things you can't pick up. Right. And I think as you play the game the first time through, you might think to yourself like, Oh, okay, maybe I could have gotten that earlier or maybe I could have gotten this one or that one mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, in truth you can play widgets just actually get every single widget. It's yes. just incredibly difficult. Right. And so designing that path through the levels, that's, that's what Steven's got to do on his widget path. Yes. Yes.
3: Um, and I mean, in addition to that there's uh there's still like art passes and stuff that like like as as um the game has improved and and changed as uh, over the time uh there's I'm sure there are some things that like some art things that have changed a
2: little bit in earlier levels that don't make any sense now you know that's that's been true okay, but I've been kind of changing that stuff live for the oh, most part sure okay a great example is a, a feature that we added for one of Ellen's blocks mm-hmm. was this sort of like um it's like chain link fence uh, uh, um, uh, object, yeah. which to sprocket is something you bump into, but for junk passes through. Mm-hmm. So it, allow- it, it allows the mechanic of the sort of junk building in that one section to work, but also it becomes an interesting thing because you can, you can, put, you can also have some bots go behind it and you can add some more mechanical stuff to it. So um, that object was made for a thing in level five, yeah. <laughs> but there was immediate opportunities to uh, use it as a mechanic In earlier levels, but also as just decoration, Mm -hmm. just as art. Mm -hmm. So there's sections in level two where, um, like, a platform goes behind a wall. Well, that doesn't have to do that anymore. Now it goes behind the fence, so that the player can actually see it. But also, it can make more logical sense to its world. So there's been I've been doing that as we've been going. Ah, okay. I'd like to think there's not a lot of that left. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) I also don't want to get like I. It's so easy to just look at something and goes. I can make this better, mm. but like I don't, yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah, I have to
3: stop myself. Yep, you gotta, you gotta eventually release the game. Yeah, even though like it, there's just always things you can add to it. You eventually mm-hmm. have to, you gotta stop.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Design um, never ends; it just stops.
3: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and then you know, bug fixes and stuff. But Ellen will let us know what we <laughs> need to fix. <laughs> and if any bugs get through, it's all Ellen's fault.
0: <laughs> Pressure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. What What went well during this whole push? Like what did What did you enjoy about it? What do you feel satisfied with? I feel like I'm interviewing you now. crickets <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I thought it was really cool how fast we could get levels done because of all the work that you guys did making the level designer tool that we've been using yeah, it was cool
3: yeah i'm I'm glad that it is um that levels are so easy to build now um with all of that work we did in the past, yeah, to get it to work like that that I, we got a whole lot done because of that too mm-hmm. so that's great.
2: Yeah. And you know, not like I've been th- in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, what happens when the game is out and we if we want to do any DLC or anything like that for it? It's like actually we're pretty well positioned to make content for this game pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably have to build a system to to you know to finalize and deliver that type of content, yeah, but um uh, it, without without intending to, we're actually much better placed than we would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have thought that'd be too ambitious. I'd rather just move on to the next project. But if the game does well, if people want more content. Um, we actually we have an option now yeah because of because of the way we've built our workflow
3: yeah totally um also I think project management
2: in general went really well this push
3: yeah we had a list of things and we were able to keep that organized and stuff yeah which was great
2: well and you know um, we've been sort of all together as a team through this whole project trying to keep to do lists and Trello boards and a rough process. Mm. Um, bringing Ellen on the team was nice because Ellen has the mind for it as well. I know it's not like your favorite thing, frankly, but we kind of sometimes put, <laughs> put it on you to all to help us stay organized. And I I yeah. think that was that That's was cool. that was a help. Um, she equipment. made a face as, soon as you said that. Yeah. <laughs> she was like,
4: favorite? No, it is. Yeah,
0: I do. I do like. Okay, it's fun to move Trello cards around. <laughs> It's fun to move tickets around, you guys. Yeah. Especially when you're moving them to Dunn. That's cool. <laughs> oh yeah. It's really <laughs> satisfying. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's nice I don't know, I maybe I'm sure they think about this when they design the programs like that, but um it's just nice to be able to see you kind know, of your work all represented
4: mm-hmm. in
0: this in this place and you can really look at it and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. That
0: Ooh. was the thing I think that was one of the things that I thought really went worked really well as well. Not just the Trello board that we were using in you know, using Slack to communicate with each other, um, like when it, the weather was bad, what we're gonna be working <laughs> on instead. Yeah. But just uh the dialogue. Um, you know, it's when everyone's really busy, I think it can be tempting to um to just kind of like pass things off. Like, hey, this is done, now it's over to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, now this is done, now it's over to you. And then just kind of go radio silent while you try to fit the next thing in. Yeah. But there was really great conversations and dialogue I think across the team throughout yeah. the last few months. And that's just that's just great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And what was nice is when we had those discussions it was a lot of it was about how to get the thing done. Yeah. But a lot of it was also like we did, we did more design work in these 2 months than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um as a group. And that was that's been really nice. Like we talked about um both Martha and Ellen's contributions to the sort of complexity of the systems, which has been really great. But also there was a a couple of unanswered questions, like how does this work exactly? Yeah, and it was great to have a couple more people to weigh in um, on that, mm-hmm. and 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 that was that worked only because we would already sort of established a, 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 that communication that you were talking about. It made it easier to just add a couple things to it without burdening us a little bit. Yeah, you know. Oh, um, um, I'm also really
3: happy about like the the diverse level design that we've added into the game now, mm-hmm. because uh, in the past it was. It was largely you and me, Mark, who was doing levels. Yeah. Uh, so Lane had uh, done a few levels in the past, and Sarah done a, had a couple levels too. Um, but it was mainly you and me, so it was like our vision. Yeah. But then, um, since we've added Ellen and Martha onto the team, there's been a lot more unique ideas, and like it, it, it really it. Build it makes the game feel larger.
2: Yeah. as a result of that. Oh yeah, really and good. not even just in content, but just the variety is such yeah. that. And the thing, the strength about Widget Satchel and I I was concerned about this originally is mm. when we developed this block system, it was a it was a workflow issue mm-hmm. mainly. It was like we could work on things individually. You could have an, a start and end, and then when you stitch them together, you can make sure it looks nice. But yeah. like then you don't have to worry about the, what else is happening in the level, and that makes the game kind of episodic in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And so that's a cool design element, but also. It, uh, it made it kind of um, uh, like a little, it could be samey, right? Yeah. Or they, or elements could not, they wouldn't necessarily have anything to do with each other. And so it could feel like the same, but also not connected. Yeah. And that was a little bit of a worry. And my biggest concern actually was that each section would be small enough that you there'd be no like time to just run around. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think about when I think about like platformer games I love is there's there's always the challenge of like jumping from here to there. Mm-hmm. But in between, there's the three easy jumps. Yeah. Right. And those are not fun to design. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's more UX than than level design, frankly. Almost. It's it's about yeah. giving the player like they need fifteen seconds between this challenge and that challenge where they feel safe. Mm-hmm. And like that's hard to do with our block system. Because you don't think about the whole thing. right? And so I was concerned about that a lot. But because we have a lot more diversity of, of structure and yeah. the episodicness of it is now a much greater strength than it ever was before, whereas before it was a consequence and now it's a big like sort of strength of it. Um, and we have done, we call it accordion, where we mm-hmm. stretch out sections a little bit. We've done a little bit of that. Yeah. But for the most part, um, we 've also been designing blocks a little bigger to have those moments within them, mm. and it, so that episodic thing is much more a strength than I thought. I thought it was going to be something like the the game just as it 's like eh, it 's not the best part, but like it, it, we needed to do it that way in order to make the game work yeah. but now it 's a huge strength of it, and i 'm really pleased with that, and that is only true because of the that more diverse content that right we have yeah, there. yeah, otherwise it 'd just be Steven. And
4: Mark's game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> designs and weirdly, again as a, as a sort of strange result is level level one is real structured as like almost one thing. Yeah, it's very short and very it teaches you some concepts. Level two is it feels a lot more like that sort of samey thing with with sort of accordionness. So it feels kind of very much of a piece with the little pieces. It, it, yeah. it you know level three is really puzzle oriented mm-hmm. and kind of big and confusing and yeah. that's that's the strength of it. In fact. Level four, because now we have this more stuff. It's where it gets really interesting. Yeah. And so weirdly, as a as a pacing element, we sort of stumbled into something really good. Where like that strength of the game, it hums in the background and then comes to life in level four mm. in a way that like, it, we, really, we can't go redesign level three. We're just not going to do it. Yeah. Like, we don't have we don't have <laughs> the capacity for it. Mm-hmm. But but we do uh, because we you know it ends up kind of working out. You know.
3: Yeah. Totally does.
2: Yeah. And level five is a fun grab bag. That's what I like most. <laughs> about <that. laughs> Yep. Yeah, all of you listeners are probably not going to have any idea the kinds of feelings we're describing, but like when the game is out and you play it, hopefully you'll 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 get what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you'll be able to feel it. Yeah,
3: maybe understand it intuitively.
2: Yeah, game design. <laughs> That's <wonderful. laughs> it is. Yeah. also explosions. <laughs> well, as de- I think what went well, the thing I'm mo- is is confirms something that I've been with this whole project, which is we only have this much time, we only have this much effort. We're just going to make what we make. And it's going to be what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be what we wanted to make. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't force it into shape. Yeah. You, have to, you have to add to it. And then the shape it is is the shape you lean into. right? Mm. So this is the game. The, the way. Well, I added this thing. And now this is what the game is. It maybe wasn't what I wanted. But now that's what the game is. So the next thing I do is going to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I always felt that that would be a way for us to work quickly um, without, without feeling sort of random. Yeah. Um, and I, I like to think we've confirmed that. That it, it 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 has worked out. Yeah. Um, and if I'm just fooling myself, then hopefully I can keep the illusion alive until the game is out. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So well, I think it was. I think it's. I think it's. We had an agile way of working. Yeah. Um, with a capital A.
2: Right. Right. Um. That might be just all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, if someone's going to debate what that means. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, capital A, especially. Capital A,
0: especially, but you know, I think it was really. I think it was really helpful to have you. Mark working full time on it because mm-hmm. you've kind of been able to communicate the vision of what the game should be holistically. And you've been able, you know, you and Steven have been able to kind of stitch that vision together across the entire game. Yeah. Even though, you know, Martha and I came in like halfway through um, or partway through level four. Uh, <laughs> and we were, because of that unified vision that you had, that you had both developed and we're holding on to and we're mm-hmm. able to consistently communicate that we were able to, to work within that world that you'd created, but also still we knew where our boundaries were, yeah, but then then it wasn't it wasn't a matter of control, right? It was immediately collaborative, and that's what agile really is is being able to get the best ideas from that collaboration and bring them to life mm-hmm. um, without slowing things down and i think that I think that's exactly what we all did, yeah, and you know, interesting it's actually really hard some people take a lot of training and a lot of money to figure out how to do that. But it was really cool to just kind of step into it.
2: Yeah. I think, I mean, part of, part of this being a passion project is helpful in that area. It's like, you know, we're the ones motivating ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, it's uh, weird, it's, a, it's easier than when someone's paying you, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, so yeah,
3: I, we, we, we learned a lot making this project too. A lot of things, Uh, Mark. You learned a bunch about optimization in Unity. Oh
2: man, (laughs) (laughs) listeners uh, may be familiar with my uh, occasional rants about how terrible Unity is and its weird decisions. Uh, Unity is this incredible tool, and it's accessible, and it's it is. I mean, the good outweighs the bad of so much, right? Mm -hmm. But it has so many architectural. What I feel, what I feel are mistakes, mm. and what do I know, right? But like lots of things from the from big choices they made um, about how the 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 how you approach like your first project, and to little things about how the API handles like um, collision callbacks and stuff. Like I'm running against all these terrible terrible decisions that I like just drive me absolutely crazy, mm-hmm. and. I mean, of course the truth of it is like it just it is what it is and like you just learn it or do something else, right? Yeah. So it, it it it's a it's the oldest lesson in the world. You just get familiar with it and you're just more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely where I've been is like this is the biggest unity project I've ever done and the first one where I've actually had to drill into like how this works, like yeah. how it's built and how I can actually optimize not just my code, but how the engine performs, and getting familiar with the way that the uh, the player works and how it works on different platforms, and really, really getting and not in a way that I would previously had to learn this stuff, which is with a lot of resentment behind me. <laughs> but like, why do I need to just check this when I could when it, when it just do this way? <laughs> yeah, um, it's been a lot more uh, a lot more satisfying and a lot less frustrating. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that work is still ahead. Yeah, right now, but <laughs> uh, it's been quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm learning as proxy a lot of that kind of stuff, <laughs> just by being around.
3: I get to hear about the physics engine and stuff. I mean, some of that also comes with hearing complaints. Which, a lot of it I is mean, like, Stephen, get a load of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's also very useful for me to know all those things. Um, yeah. And I I did. Well, you're a, a professional I, Unity developer, <laughs> right? <laughs> I need to take this stuff and get paid to do it more. So like, it's all valuable. I mean, just and I I like using Unity a lot. And yeah, that's what. All of my projects are in right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: no, I carry with me the fact that I didn't start in Unity. That yeah. is something I can, I just can never let go of. Mm-hmm. And so, it it's always informs like my, the way, the way I work. And it's, it's, uh, sometimes it's actually quite helpful because I can think around an issue. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm using a totally different, like, uh, I built a totally different timer system and a different right. event system than yeah. what Unity standard practices. And I feel a lot more comfortable and I feel like the game is better for that. Mm-hmm. Um, But um, at the same time, it's like a huge burden to just be like always thinking about how I would rather do things, Mm, mm. you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I have never worked in Unity Mm, before. Right. Um, I had worked with a group of game jammers a couple of years ago to try to start something in Unity, but ran us into some technical issues and switched over to Twine. So Mm. um, really different.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So I like everything that I did was something new that I was learning. Um, and thankfully you guys set up such an intuitive workflow that it was easy to learn it, Um, but working with the file structure was new, and working within the editor was new, being able to change and move the editor in a way that would help me work better was new. and felt really cool. Um, The cameras, working with the camera system (laughs) was really hard for me. I tried it once. I tried it, working it for a few hours and just couldn't get it, and so then I set it aside for a couple weeks and came back to it, and I did it, thanks to some patient coaching from Mark. Um, well, that was uh, that was, I think, the thing that's going to stick with me. Um, kind of is the biggest learning curve, the thing that took the most effort. Yeah, um, it He's wasn't a-
2: doing math with nineteen point two and the other other various numbers. Yeah,
0: nineteen point two, and having that epiphany was like, right, nineteen point two is nineteen twenty
4: by ten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm an English major you guys so sometimes math like in its very simple forms is still amazing to me mm-hmm. um yeah so you know, it was good um that I think was the hardest thing for me to pick up but the whole thing was it was a learning curve for me but it was an, enjoy- an enjoyable one
2: mm-hmm. I really want to hear from you when you do get your uh unity uh uh like uh, uh you know uh, group together to try to learn more because that's what you, that's one of the things you said you want to do this year mm-hmm. to hear like what it what you've what you take because w- working on widgets Satchel it's it was a fully built project that mm-hmm. you worked within and so i i almost a worry a little bit that it might it might actually hamstring you in certain <laughs> ways i mean i hopefully it will all, it will give you more than it than it frustrates you but like i do want to hear back from you as to like uh, what what, what it helped you with and what it hindered you from.
0: Yeah. That'll be interesting. I can imagine myself having the exact same conversations with whatever unity thing that I'm working on next as you have with unity itself. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Mark and Steven did it this way.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I <laughs> yeah, will see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm yeah. a little, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a change and that brings with it some challenge, but it, it have tried to start learning Unity from scratch several times and it's big. Yeah. It's a big thing. So, yeah, I think this will give me, um, it's going to give me the courage to start. Yeah. And really do it.
2: And it, I mean, that might be all you need. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, it can be tough to like decide like, I'm going to peer into this corner of the program that I never touched before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
1: there be dragon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martha, you hate Unity almost as much as I do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't really have to deal with much of that. Yeah. Um, but more of what I learned was like, I've never really done just pure level design before, so mm-hmm. it was fun, like trying things and being like, "Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. This doesn't work." Like I thought I would be able to like draw out stuff that were like designs on like a piece of paper. Yeah. And that didn't really work because you have to actually. Be in the game to know like how far a jump will yeah. feel good right. or yeah. how far you'll be able to jump when you're you know hef- heavily encumbered. Yeah, that's
3: that's interesting because when I first started working on uh, when we did it during the game jam, I yeah. drew out all of my levels before I did it. You took
2: a notebook and just hid in a closet. I totally did,
4: <laughs>
3: and it was
2: it was produ- it was a productive workflow yeah. for
1: a time, and it worked.
3: Yeah, at, at the time it worked really well, but it does not anymore. And like, and I think that the way you're working on it now it makes me more sense just drawing it out in the moment.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Everything's tested like in engine as I was uh, uh, designing it, mm. so you could see if it worked or not in the middle. Like, oh wait, oh wait, no, that's th- that. My vision doesn't doesn't actually work that way in yeah. real life. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. What What didn't go so well during this <laughs> process? <laughs> I know sometimes we don't want to talk about <laughs> that
2: stuff. Yeah. Area grievances people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, I know that right off the bat, it was hard to get everybody in, uh, together in the same um, space at the same time. Yeah.
2: Because we all have different schedules and things. Um, yeah, well, we can outline it. So the, the schedule yeah. we established was, uh, and Stephen and I had already been a meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday evenings. Thursday. Uh, Tuesday, yeah, sorry, Tuesday yeah. and Thursday before yep. we started this push. Yep. Um, but the big change was that we were going to start to do full days on Saturdays. Yeah. And that was going to be something that was a little more regular and a little bit more sustained because uh-huh. it's it's hard to spin up and spin down for like a three or four hour session is kind of eats away a lot of time. Yeah, um, and so but we all had different. We could all commit differently to that. Right. Um, so, Stephen, you uh, could only do every other Saturday to right. replace the time that you're devoting to tonight's Games Club, mm-hmm. um, but you were still meeting with me Tuesday, Wednesday. So, that was a, pr- yeah. a big chunk of time. Yeah. Uh, Martha, you were uh, coming in just on Saturdays because your new job has you waking up at six in the morning. Yes. So, you couldn't <laughs> commit to any evenings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Ellen, you were coming in on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit like everyone had right. to collect it. I was coming. I was doing all of these because I had the time to do it. Mm. Um, it was a little bit different, and then of course stuff just comes up right. every week. Well, yeah, we you live know? in
3: Minnesota, so um, it gets cold and it's snowy, and yeah. the, the, um, the snow, uh, driving conditions are terrible, and all yeah. of those things. And sometimes you just cannot make it
2: right <laughs> so, <laughs> there's yeah. there's weather i mean right. we all got sick at least once oh yeah right yeah. yes um yeah. and then you know uh, other things happen mm, right yeah. um like everyone you have other plans or whatever yeah. that, that take precedence and also so, we
3: did this during the holidays yeah.
2: which maybe wasn't yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> i remember we looked at the calendar we're like oh look uh um we looks like we just did, uh, okay so christmas and new year's are both on a tuesday yeah. <laughs> so that's fine but the, both of those saturdays don't get interfered with I'm like <laughs> Very naively, we thought it would be no problem at all. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was definitely. It difficult. was tricky because I think the the most valuable thing we all got together was just to um, to like quickly make decisions as a group. Mm-hmm. That helped really well, and and certainly to be able to say like, "Hey, I'm thinking of this. Take a look. At, oh no, just do it that way instead. Oh, yeah, of course well, you're right." And then that we all would do that for each other. Yeah, and that's just so much easier when you're together. And so you lose a lot of that uh, when you're not. That's true. Um, yeah. But I mean, so it was—it was a difficulty. Yeah. But I think we worked through it. Yeah, for um, sure. Also, version control and
3: Git, those kinds
2: of things. We had a little trouble we there. Had some trouble with wasn't, that. Wasn't too bad.
3: Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I know you and me have lost like work because sometimes they just didn't get committed or something. Because Unity and Git does not do not mesh. huh. They just don't work <laughs> together. <laughs> so um, that sometimes has happened. So we had to like redo things. Right. Um. And, and we also had to set everybody up with version control. Which
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so part of the thing is we had to get everyone on the same version of Unity, which Unity updates its editor like every other week now mm-hmm. and, so, and constantly reminds you to update it. But we have to lock a version of Unity. Yeah. So that we would uh, just so we could just like one not have to download new versions every week, right? right. Like just that is I'm a believer in updating things all the time as fast as possible. Like I'm perfectly comfortable doing that, but in this case it would just just would take time out of the day. Yeah, (laughs) like that's just time I'd rather be working on the project. And uh, so we so that was kind of difficult to make sure that everyone was on the same version and that and never updated it, right? And if you had another project going, you had to you know use a different version or whatever. But also we had third party tools that weren't just part of the project but were part separate. And a lot of this is because of console development. And so we had to make sure that because if you didn't have that on your machine, then it would create problems because of it. and there was different each little piece that we had to add to our installation uh, had different consequences if someone yep. else didn't have it. Yep. And that had consequences with Git as well, where some of those files would get pushed up or wouldn't get pushed up. Yeah. And so it was a lo- there's more logistical troubles getting everyone on board. But once we all had it set up, worked pretty well. Yeah. Right? Are you are you using Sarscreen?
1: Right now, let's get... No. No, Martha's oh. command line, only. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she does Sorry. that face and that <laughs> voice yes. we whenever we it mention up. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried S- source SourceG because of the computer I was using with that was installed and you was like, just download it from there. And I was like, okay, I'll try it and then immediately messed it up. And I was like, no, just give me the command line. <laughs> Let me put the commit message yeah. in and this will be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine,
2: and we had some difficulty because um, a lot of our um, a lot of the UI in Widget Satchel uses um, uh, layout groups, yeah. which is for anyone who's used layout groups, you're already groaning because they're very inefficiently designed, but they're really it's a really great feature, and what and the reason we do it is because all of our button prompts and menu items and stuff, it's all going to be localized. Uh, we we haven't done any translation yet, but the system is built to localize it, which means they're going to be different sizes. So we need to automatically relay out these objects when the text changes. And so that system's already built in, and those objects exist in all levels. And so the problem is, is that those layout groups are constantly refreshing, even when the content isn't changing. And so it will mark the scene as changed, and it will uh, take objects with that uh, sub objects and and, and like yeah. save them if they're prefabs. Yeah. And so we would have all these. We would you'd make a git commit and it would have like fifteen things you didn't touch. Yep. And uh, uh, basically, the, the the reason it did that is because we were not careful enough in preventing that kind of thing. Mm. But it was so tedious to do that yeah. it was easier just to ignore those changes or to commit them anyway because they weren't really changes.
3: Right. And then sometimes I would oftentimes try to ignore those changes and then. Not commit things I needed to commit, and
4: then you had right. to built that. It just I puts more cognitive overhead, of, uh,
2: overhead on you. And I know Martha, that was difficult for you because you're working in the command line, and so the interface just got more annoying to you. I imagine.
1: Yeah, and for some reason, yeah, no, it wasn't that so bad though because it was only I only ever worked in the .dot unity file, so oh, I true. only ever had to commit that.
2: Oh yeah, I I mean I was touching things all over the project, so yeah. that was maybe it was more a concern for me than anyone else.
1: I haven't had really any version control. Problems.
2: Okay. Well, don't brag. Also, Martha so, should get up to too, so she knows it. Well, <laughs> uh, well yeah, I don't know. What, we I, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've had
3: to use some Git command line stuff at work now, and it's yeah hard,
1: <laughs> hard. <laughs> so, you can do it. I, I yeah.
2: yeah, I've been doing it's okay. the
1: best. The uh, weird thing about
2: Git is they're like three. You do three things in Git. Yeah, and that's all you ever do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and somehow it's still complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. I've definitely been enjoying. There's a feature of SourceTree I really really like, which yeah. is a, a viewing a log. You can log a, a, a file, and you can just see its entire history, mm-hmm. which is really great when you're like looking for like an old implementation. You're like, oh, we took that out of that, but it would be a good. I remember it would be a good way to do it. This other thing. I'm like, where do I find that code? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's gone forever. I'm like, oh no, I'll just. I, I'm pretty sure it's in this document or this document or this document. I'll just check the logs for all that and you see the diffs for everything going back yeah. to the beginning of time. It's really quite nice. And that's, that's one advantage of a of a, 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 a GUI uh, thing. Yeah. Um, well, I've
1: been using at work, um, this is a tangent, Yep. but um, <laughs> at work I've been using uh, the IntelliJ and part of IntelliJ's editor thing is the version control thing where like, if you've accidentally realized you've been working on the wrong branch, or you just want to move one change to another, a new branch. You can, like, it has its own stash uh, functionality yeah. within its program, so it doesn't give any Git commands, but it takes the takes the code, puts it in its own little version control thing, and then when you want it again, you just be like, make put those changes. Mm-hmm. in. Oh, it's to, like it's
2: like a little hidden clipboard. Yes, that's it's a hidden cool. clipboard. Yeah, oh, I love that. I've
1: been really liking that because then I can work in, like. Whatever I want, and then be like, okay, all the changes to this file I actually want on this branch, and then mm-hmm. I make a new branch for it. And oh, it's nice. Oh, anyway,
0: cool. I had to do that a couple of times actually because I also didn't know how to use <laughs> Um and I did. I did take your Git workshop um, at GlitchCon, but that was a while back. I remember a lot of it,
1: uh, and it was version one of that talk, so,
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was guinea pig. Um, Yeah, so I definitely messed it up a couple times locally and then was like, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? There's got to be something. What's this stash button do? (laughs) Well, it's already broken, Ellen. Might as well fix it or just try it out. If it's more broken, then Mark and Stephen can figure it out. (laughs) And nothing bad happened. So (laughs) so yeah, um, I guess I also learned... How about how to use source tree for version control yeah. in addition to how to use Unity? And I
2: just learned that if something bad happened, you'd have just thrown it on us. No.
0: <laughs> no. No. I would not have done that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, but there's we'll a cool know. stash button. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, so yeah, uh, in terms of like development, we have left for widget satchel, I think. It's a lot of it is bugs and then yeah. like those passes that we were talking about let's, earlier. Let's
2: go over the Trello board, people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all don't want to hear all that. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, I think there's a couple things. One is I need to revamp a little bit of the save system. Oh, sure, yeah. So that it works across consoles. Mm-hmm. It's working pretty good on PC now. Um, we got There's some UI stuff left, not a ton. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's what I'm working on this week there is um, uh, the, there's an achievement system in the game. we call them feats um, so that they work on all platforms if they have an achievement system or not. Yeah. Um, you know which platform I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but uh, we need to implement some of the hooks to collect that behavior. Um, and we also probably oh, okay. we should probably all talk a little bit, maybe one more time about just nailing down that list of achievements. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I worked it up a while back and I think Stephen You said they were all good. But I think one or two of them could probably change to something to leverage a little bit more of the design stuff that's been done since. Yeah. Um, but that feels like a, a, a half-hour meeting. We can figure that out so that then I can feel free to go actually implement them um, once I get everybody's stamp of approval on that. Sure. I don't know. Then it's a lot of just optimization again. Um, finishing up. There's those passes. We got to do okay. a widget pass. We yeah. have to do the. So in the game, there's collectibles, socks, trinkets, and terminals, yes. which are little areas you find and get a little bit of lore from the game. Mm-hmm. We have to do a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, there's a section that uh, Martha inspired uh, called Martha's Junk Emporium. <laughs> um, and we have a robot who, uh, who is the proprietor of Martha's Junk Emporium. Yes. Um, we need to write dialogue for that. Right. Lot. Yeah. Um, that's should be relatively simple. So these are all little tasks, I right. think, and then a couple of things that feel little and will grow as as we start them. Yeah. Um, well, the widget pass is no small task. Yeah, that's the, yeah. that's it. Basically, yeah. it's going to be. I think what that's going to be is going to be a, a partnership between Stephen, and you, and Ellen. Oh, um, yeah. To uh, you lay it out because a lot of times you'll lay it out and then I will take a look at it and then I'll have my own views on it or whatever. But. I think that's probably that'll probably gum us up a little bit. I mm. think it's probably better for you to have it, and then Ellen to tell you no, fix it, and then you to fix it, and then Ellen to say yes, that's fixed, and then that'll be <laughs> yeah, that's good with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that that scares me. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, but fun. I think the biggest thing is 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 doing all the sound effect stuff. That's probably going to take a little longer. We might have to um, mm-hmm. we have to cut our ambitions a little bit for some of that stuff. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm okay with that. Um, but uh but yeah, that's the that's the biggest one where I don't I can't give a good estimate of how long that time that's gonna take, uh you and me, Ellen. Mm-hmm.
0: Um This is hard to know. Yeah, it's hard to we know. You don't know until I mean yeah. It could take you a day or two to do 80% of what you
2: need. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: then it could take you two weeks to do the last 20%. You just don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. And there's there's enough steps in that process that we can't really estimate. And depending on what we do for or what we choose for each sound how much editing that stuff needs and how much testing we need to do for it or how comfortable we are just being okay with what we choose and what yeah. we go for. Um it's going to be a little tricky, but it should be okay. Yeah. Mhm. Totally. <sighs> we'll downer, downer ending, guys. Yeah.
1: No, we'll figure it out. We can do it. And then you can buy the game. And you can yeah. buy the game.
3: Yes. Oh, there we go. That's what we should talk about plans for release. Yeah. Uh, so it, we announced last uh, in the last episode uh, that we were planning on releasing it sometime in April yes. on Switch and PC. Yeah. Um, and then on Xbox and PlayStation in the coming future. After yes. That.
2: Sometime later. Yes. <laughs> At a more comfortable pace. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Um, yeah. The the the, we'd like to release it. uh, This isn't an official date, Mm -hmm. but our goal is. And I feel really comfortable talking about all this because we don't have a marketing budget. We're not doing the thing where you keep secrets about it. Like this is just a game we made, and we're putting it out. Like it's not. um, But uh, we'd like to release it on April second. And one of the reasons that feels like a good time, but also April second just happens to be National Ferret Day. Oh yeah. And so we might be able to get a couple of blog hits out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like a slow news day, right? Yeah. So we're we're a little we're trying to be a little savvy, but um we you know we may end up having to slip that day, and so be it. Yeah. Um. But um. But but for release plans, it it really is about um whatever natural marketing we can get, and this is definitely a case where like we could put a lot of effort into doing marketing. We put a lot of effort and money. Yeah. Um. But but truthfully, we can we just are only able to put a little bit of both. And then we have to be comfortable with that. Yeah. Um. That's been I've been trying to tell myself that because it's super easy to get really excited mm-hmm. and be like, let's buy a bunch of Facebook ads yeah. and let's do a bunch of this and that. And like, and some of that will work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it'll it could actually work. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, we gotta finish the game and then I, I have to, I've I've been gearing myself to be up, to be comfortable not putting as much effort as I could. And some of that stuff, sure, yeah. um, and hopefully people listening can relate to that. Where you 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 decide like I could do it, but it would mean then I can't sleep for three weeks, and I drop off another project, yeah. and I don't see any of the people in my life. Yeah, and maybe right. maybe maybe I'm deciding not to do that.
3: Instead.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, that's important. Other things are important, right? Right. <laughs> that said, if any of you at this table disagree and would like to do a lot of marketing effort, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no takers. All, All right, right no. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! Wow. But we're, we're going to rely on word of mouth. We will hope. Hopefully, yeah. the game. Pl- I mean, the, we know the game plays well. Uh-huh. We're pretty confident in it. Uh-huh. Um, I think we. I mean, I'm modestly optimistic about it, how it will be received. Um, I feel like the game is a lot. Feels a lot longer than I feared it would be. I, f- I felt it would be a sh- pretty short game, and I was a little worried about that. But I feel like we. It's a. It'll be a a, a meaty experience for most players, yeah. and the replayability I think is going to work really well yeah. for the certain type of player. Yep. Um, and so hopefully it, it catches fire but like that's a very naive hope. Uh, I understand. Um, but you know maybe our listeners can help us out with that if they if they like the game they can spread the yeah. word as well.
3: It's always in the back of your head when you're making a game. Like probably not going to be great but like it could be.
2: Yeah. Could be huge. Right? You have to you have to be We talked about this before about when we talked about we had a show on ambitions yeah. and about how like you have to be modest but also not so modest as to give yourself an out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. To cuz you you risk a lot of emotional trauma. When you, when you invest and expect so much. Right. And so it's really easy just to expect nothing and get nothing and be fine. Yeah. And really, you can't really live your life like that as a creator because then, yeah. you know, what, what, why are you making stuff? can't live your life like that, period. You've got to put yourself up. This time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So somber reflections uh, all around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
0: Explosions.
2: <laughs>
1: Explosion!
2: Yeah, I know we're gonna. I, I do want to have a boss trailer. That's that's one thing I know we can do because I have. I can. I can do video stuff. Oh, you so. said
3: boss, and I was like, we have bosses and widgets. No, no, no,
4: no!
1: <laughs> boss rush, go!
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's our show. If you haven't already, subscribe to Nice Games Club in your favorite podcast app, and be sure to give it a good review if you liked it or are nice like us. We really do need to know you're out there. Leave a review and tell all your friends too. We also want to hear directly from you, so follow us on Twitter and all the other things at Nice Games Club. Let us know how we're doing, send us your topics, and ask us your questions. Lastly, you can find out more about the show, your nice host, and our nice guest. Nope,
2: that doesn't work. We have a guest here. <laughs> Does work. <laughs> See, Ellen is so a part of the team.
4: I, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Just a just, she's she's uh, one of our nice hosts today. That's that's not, that's how I She's yeah. a guest and a host. Guest and a host. She's a superposition yes. <gasps> of guest Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said ghosts. Oh, sure. Ghosts, yeah.
0: <laughs> She you was dead the whole out, time.
1: You can find out more about your nice hosts and our nice ghosts. As well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> as, well as get all the links and notes for this and other episodes at NiceCames.co. It's nice to be back, you guys. <laughs> so until we start again, remember to play nice
1: and make nice.